Hi, Kieran. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Ina. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for p- appearing on today's episode of Enabled in Academia. We're so happy to have you. It's a pleasure to be a guest on your podcast. Okay, so the reason I was really interested in seeing you as a um, podcast guest for this episode is because you're one of the first people I'm interviewing from a STEM background, more of a computer science, science background. And um, I just wanted to know like, what type of things universities do to help special needs students or disabled students access this subject area, as I know that the sciences and computer science require a higher degree of hypervigilance. Um, for instance, they have much more sophisticated coding patterns and there's much more attentive, it has much more of a subjective, attentive subject nature. And also, like, how have your uni assisted you? Um, do you mind elaborating on your case, if you can? Yeah, sure, no worries. So, um, just for some context, I've just finished my final year the University of Hertfordshire studying computer science with artificial intelligence and robotics and I will pursue a master's degree next year. So moving more on to your question, firstly when you first join the university uh, we have a peer mentor scheme at the university so you'll get paired with student maybe in the second year third year or even a master's student who kind of like helps you during the enrollment process and then they'll explain to you how the course is and so on and so on and you have full contact with them until you graduate if you if you need that assistance and then you get connected with a disability advisor yeah and also from a like computer science background i mean there's nothing really that specific that they do for computer science i mean you do get some assistive technologies to help you when you're studying and I'm not just like boosting University of Hertfordshire here but like the teachers are incredible very supportive and like they're willing to challenge you push you out your comfort zone yeah yeah we also have some similar resources at King's College London. I know, like, I myself was allocated a disability advisor right before the start of my course, and we also had a peer mentor scheme in my department um, for, for European politics. Um, so these resources can be really useful, I think, just to sort of ease um, disabled students, especially disabled students' journey into university when it can be quite a stressful time. Yes, definitely, yeah. Yeah. And another reason I was so interested in actually interviewing you um, in particular was because you have a lot of like, work from home, extracurricular opportunity work experience. Um, like, for instance, you were involved with Amazon, Microsoft and a women in tech group. And this is so this is so organized and well thought out uh, and clever, really, for um especially disabled students because sometimes traveling can be quite difficult so the fact you were able to utilize these like work from home opportunities and sort of work in at least a little bit more comfort 
um, I find it really fascinating. Do you mind elaborating on how you kind of found these opportunities, how you stumbled across these, how you're finding it, etc.? So uh, let's just start off with um, my Amazon virtual internship. I started it in um, when when there was COVID, so I just applied as you usually would, and then we went through about six different programming interviews. And also we had a behavioral like test interview where they ask you kind of like scenario based questions about what you would do and how you like would like to act in that particular situation. And also your learning style, your meeting style, things like this. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that opportunity kind of just came up because um, I'm not not sure if you're aware there is a um, website called employability Mm -hmm. I found that through um, that that website and soon after it was published in the university careers and employment system so I just applied and I I believe there was about 2,000 applicants Mm -hmm this program yeah so that kind of gave me an insight into how the tools and techniques that we not only learn at university but like we just generally use can like be used in real world yeah yeah for example i was kind of very lucky that i got to see the inside workings of um, alexa but i also got to like understand new technologies that are currently emerging like Node.js and React. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so interesting and also like I know I've been sort of praising you a lot but I am I generally mean this um I just think that it's really important for disabled students to sort of not only have access to the general university curriculum or general university degree specifications, but also to sort of gain broader knowledge, for instance, more of a practical knowledge, like in the working world, like work experience. Um, because sometimes disabled students can't really access some societies, they can't travel to these societies. So virtual opportunities are so much more inclusive. And I've I really want to use you as an example here as to how disabled students can in- incorporate themselves more into um, this aspect of knowledge as well. Yeah, and um, I, I'm sure, I think you touched on my Women in Tech Society. Yes, I did. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, just to kind of explain more on that. So, during COVID, um, one of the senior members of staff in the department yeah people who just finished their first and second year and basically asked us to be part of a feedback feedback tutorial slash seminar about like how our experiences were Mm -hmm. and it was part of the um accreditation process for the university so like after that meeting i just remember having like some teams message from her like um hi um you did really good in this meeting earlier today and you're like really contributing and 
Yeah, yeah. And I love, I'm sorry to interrupt, I love the sort of intersectionality aspect of the women in tech group, because obviously yourself, if you don't mind me mentioning, you are a disabled um, female university student. So it's really great yeah. that we have that broad range of females mm -hmm. to yeah, represent. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, like, just going a bit off piece here, but like, it's really good to find tutors or mentors in the university that you get along with and that understand you because I think the opportunities kind of just like evolve from there like if you work hard if you're willing to I don't know give up time to do an extra project with a academic for example I think that kind of shows up and then like they want to get you involved and like towards the people with different impairments out there please do not feel like it's an awkwardness or like you're not you're out of the uni life because you can absolutely find opportunities and like just go up to your female members of staff that teach you and just talk to them and that you're interested in what they teach. Yeah, absolutely. You are so right. Only because, like, especially for students that are um, wanting to pursue sort of higher levels of study after the undergrad, um, sort of building relationships with your department or building relationships with staff at your uni can really help um, sort of getting um, approval with like academic projects, etc. Especially during like the PhD um, sort of application process, even. So, definitely, I really recommend and, it. And just note that the lady who's in senior um the senior team at the university she was actually my um undergraduate project supervisor yeah yeah so she's super supervised my final dissertation and i'm i i feel i'm so grateful that she was my supervisor because she really pushed me and challenged me and i don't think she ever really thought it was awkward or difficult that I was I had difficulties she herself was like oh yeah we can have our project meetings online virtually if it's easier for you yeah yeah and sometimes it's nice to have an email sort of receipt copy overall like you know like having sort of like just like it's like a digital receipt anyways so i would say for sen students and for non-sen students it's just a great tactic anyways um isn't it yeah but like don't feel bad like just go out there and enjoy it and get involved in projects that you think are cool like for example i don't know told you this but I I actually was part of the Bold Hearts Robocop team at the university where we program robots to play football. Yeah you did, you did, you told me. Yeah, so yeah that's another project that I just like I got the head of that project to come and give a talk at, uh, at one of my previous societies because I used to run a AI and robotic society in first year and this was all from home when there was a global pandemic yeah. going on yeah so 
then I just emailed him out blue and I was like, oh, I've seen that like you have a RoboCop team. I'm really interested. What's the process for going forward with this? So a hundred thousand percent you know what i always one of my biggest tips for university students especially disabled university students is take advantage of the sort of um, outlook email platform that you would have access to essentially your university email because you have such a broad range of contacts on there like so much interesting academic staff and a project leading staff it's just you can literally approach anyone you could ever think of really yeah definitely like you should see the number of yeah because this is the time to utilize this because once you're not a university student i don't you might not have access to this email address so i definitely think getting your ideas out there in writing is just such a useful tool and like just a quick side note on on that topic you know if you don't mind go on um uh just just save those people's email addresses if Yeah, yeah, that's me with my, yeah, exactly, that's me with my Enabled in Academia Twitter page. Um, some of the academic staff are involved and it's so nice and it feels so lovely and supportive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, something else I wanted to talk about was your Microsoft work experience. Do you mind elaborating on that? Uh, yeah, my Microsoft work experience was once again fully virtual. It was a very similar process to my Amazon one and like, we just got to see how Microsoft work, like the behind the scenes of how the Azure platforms work. And we got to hear from some very uh, inspirational keynote speakers. Mm -hmm. This was a lot, my Microsoft one was a long time ago. I don't really remember it. Do you think that you sort of, um, was given this opportunity in a similar way as to your Amazon opportunity? Uh, I kind of just applied to both of them, like, simultaneously, on a whim, and the hope that I get one of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it just kind of happened that I got both of them. So. That is so interesting. And another thing I wanted to, another question I wanted to sort of ask you was... Um, do you have any other tips for special needs or disabled students in general? I know we've sort of touched up, uh, touched up on this before, but just before we go, or any sort of further reading recommendations? I mean, not so much further reading, but like set up your LinkedIn profile. Kind of like, if you're looking for graduate jobs, sign up to all the platforms, whether that's your internal university careers platform there's grad club tracker which is very good for um students with impairments and other conditions 
also um like just have fun with it get involved in activities and like don't what's the word don't feel scared or like shy that you have an impairment or a difficulty it's better to openly say like look i'm i don't know i hate public speaking i'm not very good at it i get nervous something along those lines and then say could you find a way to help or i'm stuck in this part of my module can you help me understand this better yeah absolutely on one of my previous episodes with uh Florian Hansen, the Adjust KCL founder, founder and PhD student, we t- I touched upon a lot, um, sort of transparency and how transparency is the key to sort and advocacy. Um, it's sort of a key to academic enhancement, really, because the sooner we find out about your issues, the, obviously the quicker they can be resolved, isn't it? Yeah, but like, and I think a lot of because I do use like the Yeah, yeah. And also, I know, I think you mentioned yourself before that you're also an accessibility ambassador, which is so cool because you are a disabled student. So maybe like, so not an accessibility ambassador, an ambassador generally. So it's so interesting that they have a varied, uh, they have a variety of people in the role. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for appearing on today's episode of Enabled in Academia, Kieran. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye.